This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Hey gang, welcome back to another superfan episode. This one I am very excited about. You all have heard enough podcasts to know that I love to laugh. And we have with us a comedian, former boat crew, former captain, and tourism specialist, Kathy Gilmore. Hey, Kathy, welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. It's a lot of pressure to make you laugh. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I love to laugh. I was laughing at Glenn's joke last night on Sailing Yacht. The threshold is low, Kathy. The threshold is low. The threshold is really low. That wasn't great. <laughs> I just love anybody who tries, you know, so yeah, you know that I was rolling when I was watching your videos. I was rolling on the floor while cringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did the recap and cringe was my word because yeah. there, I get really bad secondhand embarrassment and I was covered up. I'm doing it right now. Just flashing back. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's not yeah. funny that we get like that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not even me. I could never do anything like what they're doing. So I should be giving them props, but instead <laughs> I'm dying inside just a little bit. Well, because you're picking out why you don't do it because you don't want to feel like that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. In the interest of full disclosure, Kathy, you and I have gone back and forth for a while on Twitter <laughs> And yeah. liked and commented and stuff like that. So I'm really glad that you wanted to do this with us. I'm super excited, especially when I found out that you had a comedy background, because that's something that's near and dear to me. So I love that. That's and it's awesome. great to finally get to talk to you live. I mean, I you know, you get to know people a little bit, like yeah. you and Ramona's Plunger yeah. and a couple of other people are like some of my favorite people on Twitter that I interact with on a constant basis. But actually getting to talk to you live is very cool. So thank you for that. Oh, I'm so excited. You, I think you were my first blue check follower and I was so excited. Yay! <laughs> Super fan I am. So <laughs> like, I love her. I know that feeling the first time I got a phone call and it had her name on the caller ID. I'm like, Andrea Gang is calling my phone. <laughs> and I love it. I try to like live tweet really below deck is my main jam yeah. there, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just, it becomes fun, like pulling the gifts and, and all that stuff and everybody's reactions and Ramona's plunger, like everybody's Twitter handles crack me up. Yep. <laughs> so clever. I 
loved it. Somebody came up with Lexi's burn list was their Twitter name last, <laughs> yes, last yeah, season. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. If there's something that becomes even mildly iconic on a show, there is yeah. a Twitter handle within minutes. <laughs> it's oh, very funny. I love that's the beauty of Twitter. Like, that's why I go to Twitter for my laughs. Yeah, me too. I'm more of a Twitter person than an IG person. I thought with my photography background that I would like IG more, but Mm -hmm. I'm really a word person and GIFs always make me laugh, so. Yeah, and there's more interaction on Twitter, too. I agree, I agree. Yeah, Yeah. the other's more like viewing, like voyeuristic, I think. Yeah, and I handle my social differently too. Like Instagram, I just put up pretty pictures. And Mm -hmm. Twitter, I'm just about like, can I make somebody laugh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is the goal. So tell me a little bit, I know you and Adrian have talked, but tell me a little bit about how you got into Below Deck. So I was in it like the very first episode. Like I looked forward to that Yeah, because I, my boat background, right? I was like, oh my God, like, I need to see this because even though I didn't work, we're talking about this before, I didn't work white boats, quote unquote, and that's what we would always call the big, fancy super yachts we'd see in like all the harbors I worked in. Right. We were the redheaded stepchild, apologies to redhead. (laughs) Um, You know, no offense. Uh, You know, so... Yeah, it was like, and I'm used to dealing with the guests that are on these boats. It just appealed to me on so many levels that I was there, like, immediately. I have seen every episode of every franchise, like, more times than I've seen some close family members. (laughs) You know, like, I just am obsessed with it. It's like this perfect little bubble of just the ocean beautiful Mm -hmm. locations right I love boats I love everything about boats if I had known that that job existed Mm -hmm. I would have done that when I was younger I have said that so many times because I was even in the travel industry oh nice but I'm in Ohio so that doesn't happen here yeah but I would have loved to have done this I think that it just seems like a great way to get out to see the world I mean I got to see the world being a travel agent but yeah I'd have to be a deckhand too right I I have to be outside I'm like a outdoor plant I'd be third stew (laughs) I'm like an outdoor plant yeah (laughs) that's how I describe myself I am an outdoor plant that requires direct sunlight and water fresh or salt (laughs) i am an indoor plant that shuns light you're in the laundry room for sure yes (laughs) exactly we could have a whole crew because adrian's cooking we could just do our own thing somebody hit the lottery and we'll just start our own charter let's do it we got this i'm in i'm in I am too. So how did you parlay working on the boats into comedy? Well, working on the boats. So what I worked on, I was on whale watch boats. I've worked on every whale watch boat from Boston to New Hampshire. Um, And then we used to take the boats down to Key West Mm -hmm. um, and do these like birding trips. Mm -hmm. And I only got to do a few research trips without 
passengers guests on it which was amazing yeah I bet. Uh, (laughs) so I have been in tourism and retail and dealing with the general public for so long and you're used to like you know I have to talk about the whales I have to give safety speeches and all that stuff so you become I'm very comfortable talking in a crowd Right. And I've always used humor. I don't know for any situation. I can't even think of a situation where I wouldn't use humor, right. you know, appropriate or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some good laughs at funerals. Yeah. So I think it's a natural progression. And I started doing comedy at Comedy Key West and all of us worked on boats. That's cool. Like at one point, because we're used to that. Like you have to like make them laugh and you're on people's vacations, right? So right. they have to have a good time. So it is, it's, it's sort of a natural progression that you wouldn't necessarily think of, but. That's very I, cool. To me, it's like a dream and my nightmare at the same yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Kathy, let me ask you, have you ever felt the need to do a strip tease for your guests? <laughs> uh, not for my guests, maybe some coworkers. Back in my- <laughs> Well, that's vastly different, but I feel like being somewhat expected to do something along those lines in a professional environment, not that you're not in a professional environment when you're with your coworkers, but I feel like it's a little bit different when it's the clients that are in front of you. Yeah, like how how do you get to that point? What's your talent? Badly stripping? Chicken dance stripping. Yeah, that was a good description, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like I can't think of anybody that would make that connection, but that's why he's on a reality show. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was interesting for sure. He's not the first one either. No, not by far. No. It's become a trope almost it's almost every season there's some exhibitionist guy yeah I do like the fact that it's always a guy it seems Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah because you know that the internet would explode if they asked a girl to do it oh absolutely yeah absolutely so as long as you've watched do you have a favorite franchise or do you just suck it all up okay so I was really thinking about this I took this very seriously Ooh. I love Uh, that. I have done research. I have done some (laughs) rewatch, even though I can like recite the franchises. Um, I think, okay, I think my favorite has got to be the original OG franchise. Okay. Followed by Sailing Yacht, closely Mm -hmm. by Sailing Yacht, actually. Mm -hmm. And then last is Mediterranean. And that is generally speaking captain related yeah wink wink you're not the first to say that Hmm. i see a theme here a lot of people have the same problem insufferable springs to mind Um, (laughs) but yeah i'm I'm a big fan of the og even Mm -hmm. the seasons that maybe weren't the best there's still always something in it that's compelling to me. Right. And I've been the same way too. I'm always kind of a loyalist to whatever starts a franchise. Yeah, I get that. So I'm usually that way, but Sailing Yacht, just the past two seasons have been so good. In the past couple of Blow Deck seasons, OG seasons, have kind of been a little off. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. Yeah. So it's going a little 
ahead in my estimation right now. I find myself looking more forward to Below Deck Sailing Mondays than Below Deck. Yeah, but the first season of Below Deck Sailing was... Sucked. (laughs) Almost (laughs) unbelievable. Like, I've only seen that, like, 60 times. Like... here's this with the other two seasons that came after it i think it was more than lackluster obviously but i thought watching it for the first time it was interesting because it's fun to see something other than a motor yacht the element of the sailing part of it is very cool and that introduction to that was really neat but i i agree i think once you get to see two more seasons after that, you go, I don't know why I liked that. Did I really like that? Or did I just watch it because it was different? Yeah. And the bridge they used for it, right? The bridge for Below Deck to Below Deck Med was Ben. And mm-hmm. he's just right. always watchable. And Adam as a bridge. <laughs> a troll under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh. Ben must have been busy. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, the whole Jenna thing, like, <laughs> but I loved Byron, and I was actually upset. I liked him, too. Him back. Yeah. Then, but now, no longer, because Colin. Colin, hello. My life. <laughs> Love him. I know. Although yeah. I suspect he's, like, four foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not short, so that would be the downfall of our relationship never mind that you think this is gonna be so hard because i'm laughing and i can't think <laughs> i can't go into my segues what am i gonna do <laughs> sorry job hazard so you were saying that you like og best how about captain wise i gotta tell you mm-hmm I was a Lee Stan, as the kids would say. Mm-hmm. But I feel this last season, especially, it's like he has a list of sayings, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he just has to work into the interview. Right. I would say that actually Glenn is my favorite captain now. Yeah, mine too. Um, I mean, Captain Hottie Patati down under. I've only seen one episode, but I still just love Glenn. Yeah, I do too. It's like everybody's talking about Jason now, and I'm still hung up on Glenn. He's just, yeah, like he's the perfect balance of everything for me. Oh, he's such a great captain, a great leader. Mm -hmm. He's hands on without being micromanaging. Mm -hmm. He's just easygoing. Yeah. Unlike, like Lee is more the type of captain I worked with up in New England. He's very New England, Northeast captain, Mm -hmm. or I don't know, Adrian, you can probably speak to this where it's like, there's just no nonsense. Just shut up and do your job. And as long as you do your job, you're not going to hear from him. Correct. So Glenn's like the more Montessori captain, right? Like (laughs) you can just do that. However you want to do that. That's fine. You know, <laughs> you can spell puppy with an IE. That's okay. People will understand. <laughs> you can be your own watch captain. It's fun. That's the Canadian. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's yeah. what that is. It's just very peaceful. Although I feel like this season, he's gotten a little more firm, which I kind yeah. of like. Yes. I agree. He's gotten firm. Notice this other franchise that he's firm and <laughs> present without trying to be the star of the show. 
my hands to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> shaking my fist in the sky. Like, yeah, like he's just, he's a good presence there. Yeah, I agree. Can you imagine if Sandy was that captain of this charter? No. It would just be like picture in picture. It would just be yeah. Sandy the whole time. Yeah, she would be Velcro to Tom's back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from the time of the anchor watch to after and then be awkward because i'd be anchored to colin's back <laughs> very hard to <laughs> you could do piggyback races yeah. definitely not osha approved so. yeah no i would think yeah. not <laughs> yeah but that's why i love i love glenn because i don't know i just yeah he's definitely become my favorite and i hate to say that about leave but like i think it's time for lee to go to the boatyard for good <laughs> i think it gets to be a point and it's not about him as a human i think no. there gets to be a point in reality tv yes. where at a point you've done your arc right. and there's only so much more you can do and you can see it in other shows on bravo and on other stations as well that yeah they become caricatures of themselves like housewives right now yes it's like an snl skit of housewives exactly (laughs) that's exactly right yeah that's actually a really apt description yeah it's like see i think below deck captain lee has done best when he's had like this really strong crew Mm-hmm. beneath him and maybe not like boat strong but at least tv strong crew where mm-hmm. he didn't have to push the drama forward right right where everything just happened mm-hmm. so he could be in the background and just put in his little weirdo bon mot things about i don't know monkey playing football or whatever and then <laughs> instead of like yeah like glenn can just let things happen around him right and he cannot let anything happen anywhere around her. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All Glenn has to do is sit in the crew mess with this giant flatbread thing. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny you said that. I just watched, because I had, usually, I'm such a dork. So usually I DVR, I have the season DVR on everything. I watch the episode and then the next day I rewatch the episode <laughs> and then I watch it every time it's freaking on. And yeah. actually, sometimes I watch it and then you know it's watch what happens live and they start the episode again mm-hmm. and I find myself just sitting there watching it <laughs> see you could do this podcast then that's basically yeah. our life <laughs> and I just saw Glenn eating the thing again and I just died it was yeah. just such he's got such good unintentional comic timing right like, he's like a little Tim Conway I love he him. He is. He looks exactly like <laughs> Dorf on Nuts. So this season, who are you drawn to of the new people? Of the new people. So I think the new people had a tough gig coming on because the three, not counting Glenn, but the three returning people are so strong. Right. But I think the new people I'm drawn to for bad reasons. 
really yeah like i know gabby's a friend of yours adrian but she's coming on so strong that it's just it's kind of like oh my god girl yeah like you're on the show she's a force of nature i think yeah the reason why i like it is because it's not put on yeah that's legit how she is (laughs) when we were interviewing her she was exactly like that Yeah. Maybe I have a different appreciation for that because that's exactly how I am. Yeah. You know, and that's how people perceive me. And so I get it and I don't take offense to it and it doesn't feel overwhelming to me. Right. So maybe that's why I identify with her in that way. And I know she's got good intentions. You know what I mean? She seems like a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I would say like my management style or how I work is probably similar to hers. But I just feel like she has a little bit of that thing that happens with younger people where it's like, they already know everything, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, okay, but maybe you could take a look at your relationship with Ashley and maybe take some responsibility in your behavior. Okay. I hear you. Maybe you are coming on too strong to her. Mm-hmm. And maybe handle it a little bit more delicately that you know she wanted that gig. Like, so not that you have to tiptoe around her, but maybe change how you communicate with her a little bit. Like, I don't love Ashley. I mean, I think she's- I was just getting ready to say, so you like the succubus, okay? (laughs) I don't love Ashley, and I know, like, she's in that role, like, whoever the third stew is has to be a freaking moron on this franchise, apparently. Yeah. And I don't think she is that, but, like- I don't know. She's on the wrong show. I think she was supposed to be on like Vanderpump Rules, but they already got that Charlie girl. That right. <laughs> exactly. She looks well, just like her. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. We already got one. Yeah. But, um, I find it. It's funny. Cause like, I was definitely like not feeling Ashley mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And then, but everybody is so vile about her on social that I'm like, okay, calm down. Like who Gary's kissing 19 people a charter. Right. And it's nobody like calls him a slut, you know, like, and Ashley, so what? She didn't, she wasn't getting Gary. She got where she got it. And you slay girl slay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of the slut shaming part. And that's not why I dislike her. My problem with her is she triggers all of those girls I went to high school with who could never say that they were wrong in anything. Totally agree with that. Yeah. That's why she bugs. Who couldn't just tactfully or gracefully take an L. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you didn't win this one. That's okay. Try next. Yeah. That's a good point too. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? And that's why I didn't like her Mm -hmm. and I still don't really like her because yeah, she's just, entitled and Mm -hmm. like why do you think you should have gotten it over gabby like you you know you have nothing to back that up so just just do your job right (laughs) yeah like how many times do you scream at the tv like just do your job (laughs) all the time all the time yeah from a viewing standpoint i think both gabby and ashley bring a lot to the table Right. Because you have the relationship with each other, the fact that they're both going for Gary. There's a lot to see. These girls are looking for season two for themselves. Yeah. 
I see yeah, that. They're bringing it. They're Where's this? It. I don't think Gabby was going for Gary. I think that kind of just happened. happened. Yep. She wasn't trying. And I think that's the pattern that we see with him. He doesn't like overly aggressive girls. Like no, the, the right. bunny boiler from the last season. Oh, yeah. No, he... Yeah, he tried to stay away from her because he doesn't like that kind of energy. And that's in Ashley is just reproducing that. Yeah, you're you right. Know? I think I meant by going for him. I, you know, she ended up with yeah. him. I don't think there was any effort there. Like, uh, not the same way that I would say Ashley, obviously. Well, right. I mean, he was trying. crawled into his bunk. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a little effort. That's a little bit of effort, yeah. <laughs> It was the top bunk after all. <laughs> I'm up there, I'll tell you. Right. So, True. you know, like, yeah. And I just mean that from like a storyline perspective. Right. They both have multiple sort of avenues to explore with the relationship. And Gabby does right. come across a little kiss-assy and... <laughs> You know, but that's fine too. And I'm not trying to say that your opinions about Gabby are wrong. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to their oh, opinions. Right? Yeah. And I think that looking at it from my perspective, I told Jen this last week, I was having shades of Sam watching Ashley be defiant and be shitty. Oh, totally. And I was having a real hard time with that one because I just wanted to reach through the TV yes. and strangle her. You know what I mean? Sam's the worst one ever. I just watched your season yesterday. I was getting all mad again. (laughs) Yeah. As if I actually was the one. Yeah. You know? Like, it was actually, like, at one point, I had to be like, okay, you need to step away for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. You watch TV like I watch TV. It's a little too messed up. That's why I had to leave Bravo for a little while, and I'm doing the true crime thing a little more now <laughs> it just shows that you're invested that's all <laughs> yeah i'm super invested it's crazy and yeah i think ashley does yeah i think you're right jen it's like that every girl in high school that you don't like mm-hmm. like i'm pretty so everything should just be handed to me exactly yes you know? it bugs so bad oh yeah okay let's move on to chefs chefs Let's go all the way back from the beginning till now. Adrian doesn't count because she didn't chef on the show. Right. We're not going to suck up by default. <laughs> we're only going to go with ones who <laughs> were chefs on the series. Who is your favorite chef? Across all. Across all. Yep. Son of a nutcracker. <laughs> um, I mean, I love me my Benny Ben. Mm-hmm, but, me too. You know, although once he got like famous. Mm-hmm. At first, it was like, oh, my God, that's so great. And he was so, like, excited. But then he came on the other side of the famous and was a little annoying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have a tough time. I actually see this is, I knew you were going to ask me this stuff. So I I actually tried to prepare. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben, I loved. I think if I had to pick one, it would be Ben. But it is closely followed by Rachel. Really? I think Rachel is hilarious Uh (laughs) and I just she just cracks me up with her her one-liners like I'm always about the humor if you if you give me somebody that's funny I'm always gonna pick that person right yeah Um, she is I just think she's a funny person but yeah I think it's gonna be bad I love Marcos too yeah this was the first week that he gave me kind of a, okay, is there another side I haven't seen when he tried to throw Gabby under the bus? 
Yes. And then in the previews, he's calling her an idiot. And I'm like, oh, you yeah, know, like no, don't. You're my, you're my Spanish nice god. One of the chefs. He, he's settled into that below deck chef status. Right. Of, you know, the ego and all that. Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't these girls going for him, by the way? Is he too old for them? Mm-hmm. I can't say. He seems to slay, so yeah. Know. But although he's smart, because you know the only one that's not in his department is Kelsey, right? Shadow, the poor little ghost, Kelsey. Oh, I love that she got to talk. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I was gonna say about Marcos when we see the crew hijinks happening and stuff like that in the hot tub, he's not really around. Yeah, you're right. I wonder if that's because of his open head wound. but he's kind of absent for moments like that when you do see a lot of that heavy flirt yeah you're right you're right there yeah and i did like i was re-watching some of that season today and um not been very productive at work the last two days ladies fyi sorry Uh, about that yeah (laughs) our bad Uh, but i noticed like he was a really good sounding board for like Gabby and Ashley, he was trying to listen to both of them and their, you know, I don't know. He was actually a little bit better at that than Daisy, like who apparently doesn't realize anything is wrong with her student. Right. I thought it took longer than I would have expected for Daisy to try and intervene there. Yeah. Agreed. Totally agree on that. Yeah. And maybe it's because we're watching it over weeks at a time Yes, and it's happening much closer there, but it just felt like, okay, why don't you (laughs) resolve this already? Well, it's a big boat, but it's not like it's more cramped than the other boats. Right. You're on top of each other there. Like, how do you not know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I have a question for you. Do you think it's, is it, wrong not wrong but like having two stews share a cabin isn't that a recipe for i don't know something bad but or is it done that way because they're going to be on opposite shifts probably i mean it's they're opposite shifts most of the time but that's it's also because of rooming situations like guys and girls and most of the stews are girls Mm -hmm. so it just really works out that way where the engineers and the mates and the deckhands all room together because they're guys for the most part and then vice versa. But we have seen, we've seen girls that are on the deck team room with stews too. So I think it just, it really depends on the crew. Yeah. I guess when they don't get along, it's more striking, right? That they're rooming together. Right. It's more apparent. Like when Kat wanted to move out of my room with her. Yeah. Oh my God, Kat. And I would think production-wise that it would be better too because I would think even though you get friendly with everybody because you have the crew nights out, right? your own team, you kind of interact with more. And I would think there would be more dialogue and that kind of thing where I don't know necessarily that Kelsey and Gabby would have as much to talk about. Yeah, but the thing is too, and I think maybe that leads to this extending frustration between Ashley and Gabby because Daisy's rooming with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. So she's really kind of away from their drama. A bit. Right. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, I just wish, I don't know. Yeah, the ghost of Kelsey is, uh, she's funny and weird. And I wish we saw her. I think we're going to see her more. I think they went Tom heavy 
at the yeah. beginning of the season because they knew he was going. Yeah. We didn't know that at the time. It got more obvious. Love drove me crazier than anybody else on that. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, like I'd rather, yeah, I was glad he went. And it struck me from that very first episode, he said, everyone is setting me up to fail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, really? Yeah. I did <laughs> find it funny that he noticed Ashley's victim complex and didn't notice his own. <laughs> I mean, right? Hello? <laughs> Hot kettle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, speaking of entitled, oh my God. Yeah. I did yeah. find him to be a little more remorseful than Ashley. So I gave him more credit, I think. Maybe. But probably in hindsight i shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah because i didn't see really hardly any remorse until he was knew he was getting fired in interpersonal relationships i saw it i didn't see oh, yeah, it yeah. with the running the boat aground because i really don't i think glenn keyed in on it really well when he said that he doesn't understand the impact literal or literal. figurative yeah. yeah for him to just be nothing but defensive and glenn said yeah distracted and defensive right that's a disastrous safety situation to have in a deckhand yeah and that's the thing about like i know a lot of these people are quote-unquote cast in the roles and you know Mm -hmm. some of them don't have experience and whatever but it just calls to light like this ain't vanderpump yeah (laughs) exactly right this isn't the real world where we can stick you all in the house and yeah you can do whatever you have to have real jobs they have to be able to do the job at hand Mm -hmm. well and when jen and i were doing the recap earlier i was explaining she goes i'm i'm really kind of surprised like glenn let him go like mid charter and i said at the point where you realize that somebody is not trustworthy with something that is so important like you know everybody's lives on board Mm yeah the the best thing to do is just cut the cord and I think rather than dragging it out till the end of the charter which is probably what we would have seen other captains do on other franchises you know just cutting the cord and letting him go I thought was actually the civil thing to do and Tom didn't even put up a fight he was like yep okay I know all right cool good Although, again, like, even during the firing interview, he still knew better than Glenn that he was fired. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally. Like, because, yeah, you have to have that trust. And it's too high stakes, safety-wise, to keep him around. And, yeah, it's cruel to, like, let him linger on, you know? And I thought about that, too, after we were done recording. It hit me that he does have his friend's dad at home who is sick, which is part of the distraction. So to keep him on for a couple more days when you could be letting him go home to that situation, if you know you're going to fire him, it really was the kinder thing to do. I just didn't think about it in the moment. Our little Glenn is so kind. He is. He thinks he's there. I love that little Keebler guy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all of the below deck captains, I would want Glenn to fire me if it had to happen. I know. I know. I once fired somebody. I've had to fire quite a few people. And like, I don't know. I do it in a way. I've been thanked. (laughs) My husband's the same way. It's the most bizarre thing. I don't know what y'all have, but he's had people thank him. Yeah. He was done. And I'm just like, how can you even do that? Probably because I'm not nearly as nice. (laughs) Oh, I'm not nice. Uh, But yeah. (laughs) 
just, I can talk. But you're funny. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I just, Tom, yeah, he, I just, I don't know. My biggest pet peeve, and this is in my job now, I, you know, I supervise like 16 people. Mm-hmm. People that don't take responsibility. Right. Like, I'd rather have you say, oh, no, I'm sorry. I screwed up. Won't mm-hmm. happen again. Instead of like just lying, somebody's default is just to lie. Like, oh, no, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. You know, like (laughs) I'm not responsible. It's your fault. And that just makes me bananas. If I could sing like Shaggy, I'd be doing the, it wasn't me in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I can't sing like that. So So that will not be on your couch. No, 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 not on my greatest hits list. (laughs) But what are you looking forward to from the rest of the season? Are you hoping I made a joke earlier, not like your kind of joke, but jokingly said that I hope that the new deckhand would be a female just so it would be even more competition for Ashley because I'm ready for this to go like Thunderdome. It's going to be Hunger Games. Yep, exactly. Well, see, that's our age difference right there. See, I hope that it's a super smoking hot single guy Mm -hmm. that gives Gary some competition. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I hope. And maybe, you know, give Kelsey. Yeah, somebody needs to give Gary a run for his money because Colin is not the guy he's taken. For whatever reason, Marcos is not in play. Glenn is Glenn. So somebody needs to give Gary a run for his money. I agree. For sure. And then I love to, I just love, my favorite boatmans of this season is actually Colin, Gary, and Marcos. And their little like bunk room. Yeah, like, it's so even cute. That bunk room probably smells. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know smelling's going on in there because Marcos was sniffing cats, yeah. Calvin Klein's, which yeah, was right. <laughs> so it was like that commercial for gain, like smell oh, my right. drawers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they. Uh, I wish there was just like a little extra feed of the three of them being stupid. Yeah. Right? They just crack me up. I, I, I love a bromance. Yeah. I, I get it. I love one. And Gary would have quite the run for his money if Colin was single. Yeah. You wonder if their friendship would be as tight if there was that much competition. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Colin's so laid back, though. I think that he would be chill yeah. about it. Gary might not be as chill. Gary would not be chill at all. <laughs> And I know people don't get Gary's appeal and I'm not personally attracted to Gary, mm-hmm. but I have worked with a Gary mm-hmm. like many times and it's just his like charm and swagger, mm-hmm. his confidence. Like that's what gets all these girls. I think, you know, yeah. he's not unattractive. I mean, I'm not big on a man bun. Yeah. <laughs> One of my very best friends, uh, not only in the industry, but just in life, he was actually the flower boy, man, human person, flower human person <laughs> in my wedding. He yeah. hates it when I call him a flower boy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, he is very much like that, where it just comes at you. He's like a ninja. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, early on, he's happily engaged now and he's getting married and all that good stuff. But 
back in the day when we were all running around, because I've known him for like 15 years, I was just astounded. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Honestly, it's he's crazy. like my brother. So the thought of yeah. even kissing him makes me want to puke in my mouth. But that's because that's the friendship that we have. And yep. girls just love him. And I don't understand yeah. it. I've always been mystified by it. And I think that's the Gary thing. Yeah, I think, I think that's totally that unquantifiable, intangible yep. quality because he's very unassuming and he knows yep. how to be self-deprecating yes. and people like that. Yes. And he doesn't he act know. like that guy, that guy that's just slinging the ladies. Like, you know, right. you know, right. he just is him and he's very affectionate without being creepy. <laughs> which right. is a very hard line to navigate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so yeah, like they're just, I mean, that has to be a record with how quick he made out with everybody. Yeah. Like, I was like <laughs> all right, good for you. I wonder if he has like a makeout bingo card or something that he keeps track of throughout the course probably. of the season. Yeah, probably. Right. And he was like, well, I didn't get Daisy last season, but yeah. she's definitely getting an X this season. Yeah, I saw some interview where he was like, he's been wanting to hook up with her since, like, he met her. Right. And, you know. Scored. Um, you know, got it. He's got got like it. Like a little, like, stamp. <laughs> yep. Exactly, like a passport. Yeah. Because that, he's because that seems passport. like a challenge, right? Yeah. And part of what that is is that she's a challenge because he knows that she has this, like, ugh scary mentality yep. about it you know what I mean and the like a girl throwing herself at him he's like well that's not exciting right you know what I mean yeah. it might keep my time occupied for right now but that's not exciting right yeah and the the whole thing like even if it like without the cameras that job is a bit of a grind and you have to entertain yourself somehow and then like with the cameras well that's just another reason why they want him to come back on the show, you know? Yeah. Because you know what he's going to do. And I really hope that the core three stay on the show at least another season. Daisy, Gary, Colin, and Glenn, of course. I agree. Uh, but for the rest of the season, yeah, I just, I want more of the bromance. Mm -hmm. I would like to stop seeing the top of Marco's head. Yes. <laughs> I thought the same thing last night. I'm like, dang, just like put a hat on or like you're all aware of what happened. Don't yeah. flash back to it. Yeah. Like nobody's just suddenly tuning into the show. Yeah. Doesn't know about it. Like yeah. oh or like comb over or something, dude. Something. <laughs> or a hat. Put a hat on him. Yeah. Put a, a bandana. Hat on. I don't care. Like, just I don't want to see it. Be very like health and safety anyway open, <laughs> open keeping <laughs> oozing wound <laughs> yeah oh god yeah although one of my favorite scenes this season was colin and daisy trying to wrap his head in saran wrap. yes that was yes. great that was <laughs> the drunk paramedic squad yeah <laughs> so good yeah that was good but yeah it'll be interesting to see who's coming i mean i don't think it's somebody we know because they haven't teased it like that at all. Right. I think it would have gone through the rumor mills if it was somebody. Uh, yeah, I've been spoiled by somebody. Yeah. I can't stand this. Always is. 
but I really appreciate you coming on and doing this. How can everybody find you? So I am on most, uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. My Facebook profile is public, so you can follow me there as well. But it's basically the Gilmore Girl and Gilmore Lawyers for, you know, that show. <laughs> it's spelled G-I-L-M-O-U-R. So the Gilmore Girl. And that's how I am on everything. So my Facebook is a lot of like jokes and pictures of my dog. And Instagram is a lot of scenic and pictures of my dog. And Twitter, weirdly dog free. Yeah. (laughs) I try to live tweet below deck, housewives, survivor. I'm a huge survivor fan. The MTV challenge is my favorite show ever. Mm-hmm. So I try to do all that stuff. And I do have a website, thegilmoregirl.com, G-I-L-M-O-U-R, where I talk about being a fat leap. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I like to exercise, even though I am a little on the larger side. <laughs> so I talk about my journey from fat to slightly less fat. And, uh, you know, I post my comedy on there and podcast I've done and that's sort of a one-stop shopping if you will yeah and I've been there and I enjoyed it immensely thank you You gave me my laughs lady I put up a new comedy thing actually oh cool one of my sets I will have to go and check it out I can't even tell you how much I enjoyed talking to you ladies like what did you at yeah baby have me on anytime don't even have me on the podcast just call me if you want to talk about it (laughs) I just love talking about this as seriously as like they talk about the economy exactly (laughs) this is my political realm exactly this is our team so you will not see me discuss politics but I can nitpick a reality show to absolute death Yeah, like 1,000%. Well, thank you again so much. And thank you all for listening. Be sure to give Kathy a follow on all of her media and check out her website as well. Do us a favor as well and rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And we will catch you next week for our episode eight recap. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.